It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I would like to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am just so very grateful and thankful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for a very special show today, as I have with me my returning monthly diva, Kate Milligan. And her and I are going to chat about animal communication tips. Oh, I am I excited for this show. So, Kate, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Yeah, thanks as always for having me. I'm always happy to be here. Um, my name's Kate Nelligan, as you mentioned. I'm an equine partnered life and business coach and animal communicator and healer, speaker and author. Very excited because we have some great books through the Divas That Care Network, uh, Our Mothers, Our Daughters, and also Animal Prints on Our Souls. So uh, excited to talk about our topic today with you, Joyce, as always. Oh, oh. I am so excited, Kate, and that you're so you're so a part of Divas That Care. You're in the books and on the, on my show, and you just contribute so much to Divas That Care for making the world a better place. And I want to thank you for that. That is just beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're welcome. Well, as we start to talk about animal communication tips, with you being an animal communicator yourself and an equine partnered coach, how would you like to start with the listeners that are thinking, I really would like to figure out how to communicate with the animals? What are some of the, maybe start with the basic tips to help our listeners to understand better how they can communicate with the animals? Yeah, and I was thinking we could have called today, just too long of a title, How to Be a Great Communicator. Um, <laughs> so I have a couple things that I've noticed over the last several years that have helped me. I've also trained with five different communicators, and I have friends that are, and I I just noticed how everyone's in their own uniqueness. And so I wanted to – I was thinking about what are some of the ways to shine a light on how to be great at this. So I'm excited to talk about that. And I guess we should also start with the context of what animal communication is for those that may not know. Um, essentially, you are in direct communication with an animal. Um, it can be wildlife. It can be an animal that's passed. It can be uh, an animal – you know, all different domestic species as well. I usually read horses, but I often read uh, cats and dogs as well, and I've read goats. And I I really feel like what the animals would ask us to start with is being in our heart space. So the genuine heart, the confident heart, is really where to start. And I know when I've trained people to do this work as well, they get into doubt or they get into their heads. And they think about 
will this work? Can I do it? Is the animal actually talking? Is that something else? And mm-hmm. the headspace and the overthinking has never really gotten us anywhere <laughs> helpful in life. Uh, so it's really being able to breathe in and out of the heart space. I always like to say breathe as though your heart has a mouth. Um, and I, I got that from heart math work, but ultimately there's so much in that space of starting with the heart, being in the genuine intention of the heart space, because most likely if you're doing animal communication, you're doing it because you love animals or you love an animal that you really want to speak to. So start with that love and that will actually help um, the success of it all because the animals are living in the heart space. They're not thinking their ways through life the way most of the humans are. Oh, oh, how true that is. And come from the heart space and feel that your heart has a mouth. I love that. I I just love coming from the heart space because that's exactly where the animals are. They are not in that head mind game that us humans get into and aren't listening to that silent voice that comes from our heart. So, oh, how true that is. Yes, definitely come from the heart space. (laughs) And also the confidence, right? Like there's the heart is often a place where we can feel confident, right? When we think of confidence from the head space, it can be more of that ego, I'm really good at this or I'm better than less than space in the head. But the heart really, if we come from that space of I trust that I love animals, I know that I do, I know that I have some gifts, and we feel into the confidence of those, we can really have more success that way as well. Because the confidence, like the way I kind of look at it is I'm not attached to any outcome. And I always am surprised And so I go into that like, okay, I'm going to do the best I can. And I trust that I am doing the best I can. And I always have, you know, a policy, which is, and I say this to people who are really nervous when they start, you know, have a money-back guarantee. Have a policy where if it doesn't land at all for someone and they don't feel like they were really, you were really connecting to their animal, you know, have it be, there's, there's zero strings attached, right? You're doing it because you want to help the animals. So you can refund someone if you need to. An animal communicator told me that when I was beginning. And I always tell others that, like, just take the pressure off that you have to get it right or perfect because, you know, first of all, intuition is a weird nebulous thing. And some days we are really, really accurate and really connected and some days we are more tired or it's more challenging or we have other stuff going on and we're not as centered or grounded. So, mm-hmm. you know, the confidence that you can get it or like you can allow yourself to get it wrong it will actually help you to get it right. <laughs> so it, it's, and it's trusting that heart space, trusting that if you're coming from a place of love, you're not, um, it's hard to get it wrong. So I like to help people with the confidence piece too. But again, that's really connected, that genuine heart and the intention and coming from that place and then the confidence connected to the heart, not connected to the mind, um, is really the foundation for, and I find that a lot of people feel like they're just nervous to begin because they have this high responsibility to get it right for the humans and their animals. And I did too. And then I just, I said, you know what, I got to put all of that aside and stay in a confident energy because that will help create better results yes 
Yes. Oh, how true that is. And just stay connected to your heart because to me that's where the confidence is going to build. What you start to feel in your heart that you're hearing, seeing, feeling from the animals, that's what they're trying to communicate with you. Let go of that mind thought and uh, that, oh, I don't know if I can do this or self-doubting yourself, I guess I would say rather than having the confidence that will come from your heart and just just shut down the mind and just just listen with your heart. Listen in the silence with your heart. And it is it is beautiful, the messages that can come through to you when you're in that space. Totally. Because that's where the animals live. So they connect more on that channel or frequency. Mm-hmm. And our hearts do have yours. I love that you just mentioned that. We had a process, I really feel like my master's program in spiritual psychology set me up to be both a coach, a life coach, and an animal communicator because our second quality, well, our first quality um, communication skill they taught, they call it seeing the loving essence, which that's really what I'm talking about, like see the loving essence of this animal's soul and this animal's being, and then you'll see a lot of what the animal needs to share. And we all get intuitive guidance differently. I'm clear audience, so I hear what they're saying. But the second thing after seeing the loving essence is heart-centered listening. And they taught us to really listen with the ears of our hearts. And you can set an intention. My intention is to listen with my heart, right? And as you said, stillness and silence. Because the mind chatters, and it's hard to track everything that goes on in the mind. Um, And the mind has a lot of thoughts and opinions, right? And we don't necessarily need opinions when we're talking to animals. We need to receive and allow them to come on to the channel that we're sitting on with them. And that's really a lot of what it is. It's getting into that same frequency which they live in. So whatever it takes for people to get there, I I do a meditation when I start. I have a really clear intention. I have like a ritual. I have a sacred container. And I guess that would be the next tip is like creating that ritual or sacred container, creating a time when you are more in your heart space um, for you, right? Like it may not be a time in between rushing between meetings. I know it's not for me. It's not first thing in the morning. I'm still waking up. (laughs) It's definitely like in the evening. I'm much more in my heart space. So I do a lot of my readings then. But creating that sacred container, um, whatever it is, like it's like, you're sending out a signal to the universe, okay, I'm ready to do this now. Like whether it's lighting a candle, you know, having a, a, a place in which you work to connect with the animals. It's really, it's like I have a specific chair I use. And, and it, it's really that intention that then kind of allows the energy to meet you where you are. Um, and ultimately, I also suggest really feeling grounded and centered. So there are times when I... I have a flexibility around when I do readings because I'm like, I if I'm not centered and grounded, I don't really want to be in that space um, because it can influence things. So there's also ways to get grounded, right? We've talked in the past, like hugging trees, sitting on the ground, um, <laughs> breathing in the air and the wind, hugging a horse. Like there's different ways to get grounded and feel centered to be able to do this work. And you can also just picture a grounding cord or tree branches coming out of your sit bones and dropping deep into the earth and starting with that um, because the animals are usually unless they're going through trauma or illness they're usually pretty grounded and even if you know they even if 
they are going through challenges, it's even better for you to be grounded so you can hold space for them. So create the sacred container with grounding is would be another tip. Oh, yes. Oh, I love all that. I love that. I love how you started with see the loving essence of the animal. And oh, how how true that is. Just seeing what their true self is and realizing that what a divine creature that they are and their worth in this universe. And oh, I love that. And heart-centered listening and feeling grounded. Another thought that came to my mind was what my mare said. She said, just to breathe in to our smell. And I know I love to just lay my head on her and just just breathe how she smells and just feel that. It's like it's it's calming me. It's like it's a grounding effect for me, for me personally. And I, I love to do that. And that was one of her ways of becoming more heart-centered and finding the divine of the horses. And you can connect in so many different ways. And that is another way that she suggested, and I love it because she knows I do that a lot. So she, I guess she wanted to do an affirmation to me that what I'm doing is that is a good way to connect to her. So that was another thought that came to mind when you said about feeling grounded and centered because it helps me to become centered to be able to connect with her on another level. Oh, my gosh, I love that you just said that because I, first of all, can picture you guys doing that. And then also... (laughs) I just the other day for the first time, I mean, I've always like smelled horses and I, we all, if we're horse people, we love the smell of horses. We talk about like putting uh-huh. it in candles and bottling it. But the uh-huh. other day, for some reason, I just felt this like desire to like put my face into my horse's like body and just smell her hair and I burst mm-hmm. into tears and I was so mm-hmm. surprised. It, but I needed it because I've been going through a lot at the last few weeks, and I just really needed that release. And it was it was an immediate connection to my heart because I had mm-hmm. stuff that had to move in that heart space and some emotion there that just had to come out that I never would have thought my way out of, right? And so it was yeah. just so wonderful. And then I walked, you know, walked away and, and breathed and gathered myself. I didn't necessarily stay sobbing on her because she's not that kind of horse. <laughs> <But> <laughs> she was she was like, yeah, good. Glad you got that from my smell, right? Like, it was uh-huh. so cool. So uh-huh. I love that your marriage just said that to you. Because, yeah, there's a lot... I find sometimes people just look into their eyes and can start getting mm-hmm. emotional too. And um, mm-hmm. often when I'm coaching with people and I ask them, do you have any, do, do you receive any messages from the horses? Because I, I really like to kind of bring animal communication into, into my coaching as well. Um, not just in training equine coaches, but also in sessions with clients who may or may not have any horse experience. And it is like they can, brush and slow down and be quiet and or meditate intentionally or gaze into their eyes and all of these processes can really help people access their heart and the heart's wisdom the wisdom that can be shared between the two souls so yeah it's so cool i love that you said that because that just happened to me like a couple days ago Well, and um, as you said that about bursting into tears, that was the other thing she said, too. She said, just let the tears flow. 
So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my goodness, it just it just warmed my heart because I'm like, she knows. I mean, she knows that we keep things as women. We keep things bottled up a lot of times inside, and I feel she understands that and says, just let the tears flow. It's okay to release all that and let it out. And, yeah, we may have to go regather ourselves, but it's okay to just let it go. So that was just so fitting when you said that, that you burst out into tears, and she had just said, let the tears flow. So, (laughs) oh, how beautiful. I love it. I know. I'm always. I feel like we often have connecting dots and stories when we talk. It's very cool. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just amazing, like how, like, and it was so quick. It was like I could also. I think my head was near her heart center. And for those listening, like who may not know, horses' hearts are five times the size of ours, and that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need to be right on top of them to feel that electromagnetic frequency, but. When we are right on top of them, it can be even more, uh, more potent. And um, yeah, I mean, my one, I recently, my my other mare just looked at me and she's like, "You need to go cry." <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> she like literally told me, and I went and sat down and you know did my own processing for a while, and then they each one of them left their food, like walked across the pasture, oh. came over and checked in on me, and just stood there. One stood there for a while because she knew I needed a friend and then the other one just was like you she just takes her eye she pushes it like like literally centimeters from my eye and goes you're gonna be okay you know that right <laughs> I'm like, I know I know I'm gonna be okay. you know I went through a car accident and some other stuff so it's just like stuff just you know like a breakup and even a friend dying like it was just intense so like I'm like we have these cycles sometimes in life right and thank god right. the animals because they can help us so much, you know. So. Oh yes, they help us in so many ways, and they they know us. I they know exactly cry. what's in our heart. Just like she told you, you need to go have a cry, and you she knew that that you needed to release. You needed to me. Yeah. That's a way of releasing some of that energy, some of that built up that's inside of you. And I just love how how they they read us and they know us everything about us (laughs) yeah well and that's you know it's so cool because we're talking about reading them right animal communication Uh but they do completely read us and that actually Mm -hmm. happens a lot in sessions when I work with people they the horse is often saying hey you know my human's actually the one dealing with this issue (laughs) right like if I'm talking Mm -hmm. real stuff or they always have messages for their for their humans and it's it's always about the relationship it's not just about well you know my dog likes to do this and doesn't like this and it's really about the relationship that we have with them that human animal bond and i love that that's both in the coaching work that i do because i really want people to have the horses read them right and they'll say often like oh my gosh she knows that i'm afraid or she knows that I'm like not being authentic or she knows that I've got like they'll say that from my goats or my horses and they're being read or (laughs) in animal communication we think we're reading the animal which we are but they're actually saying hey my my human also needs some help right so it's really being able to dance between those two worlds and this this leads me into my third tip which is know your own uniqueness 
as the in this space of animal communication because I know some people that really want to focus on behavioral, you know, and then it's really about, you know, and those are often the trainers, people who were dog trainers or horse trainers, like they want to do animal communication and really focus on behavioral changes and what that might look like. Um, There are people who are really good at lost animals. I refer to them. I said very strong intention years ago to like be good at medical intuition because I just feel like I want to know what's going on. So I'll feel in my body what an animal is going through briefly just to gain the information. And I do always do healing as an energy work as part of the sessions because I feel like just the communication is not enough. It would, it's a little bit like with my coaching now. I used to coach and we would stay in the space of emotional intelligence and planning and action and goals and all of that, right? But it became really clear that just talking on a phone, like whether it would be in therapy or in coaching, it was not enough. And I really, the energy needed to move for the change needing to happen. Just the awareness was no longer potent enough for me in the way I was coaching. Mm -hmm. So I started to do access consciousness clearing statements in all of my coaching calls, and I still to this day do them. And that's really where the movement happens. Um, and then it's the same with the animals and the communication side of the work I do. It ha- I have to do the healing work. So, And a lot of horses always hold tension in different parts of their bodies. It's just the nature, I think, of being in a body that size and the lifestyles they have. So I'm always mm-hmm. working on emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual levels and doing healing work there. And a lot of the work I do, I was taught by my mare before she passed. And then since she's passed, I feel her working with me. So, you know, a lot of that healing modality is like from an animal working on animals, right? It's not me. Um, I'm a conduit to it or a bridge to it. But yeah, I think it's like knowing your own unique gifts because there's tons of different needs out there in the world. And we all can kind of, we're like puzzle pieces fitting into, you know, the clients we're meant to serve, right? And connecting Mm -hmm. with them at the time we are. Um, I love talking to animals on the other side. And, but, you know, like lately people have been like wanting me to help with them at end of life decisions. And I can do that, but it's not the most joyful for me, right? Because I really, I find that sometimes people find me when they need the most, like they have challenges and they think it's end of life, but it's not. And that's been yeah. really rewarding to see the animals turn around. So, you know, sometimes we don't know our unique gifts until we fully step into this and things evolve, but just pay attention to how you work and what your own uniqueness is. So that way you can bring that to the world, right? And and really share in that own unique way um, maybe it's you write more. Maybe it's you, you know, draw images and you see things and you share that with people. There's lots of different ways to work in this space, but it's important that we know our own uniqueness and that we're able to communicate that to potential clients. Oh, yes, definitely. Because it kind of goes to what I have said so many times. We are each given a very special gift. And to recognize that, and to use that, just like you with being able to help when on the um, not feeling well or if they're having a physical problem, kind of more in their physical body of what's going on, your body kind of takes that on to let you know. So 
that is a beautiful gift and how you are sharing it with others to help heal. So I love that of knowing your own uniqueness because I have said that so much. Just know your own gifts and be be proud of them. Be Let them shine. Let your light shine with those gifts that you have been given because they are they are unique to you and they are very beautiful. So I love that, knowing your own uniqueness. That is perfect. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a way that we can then determine how we talk about what we do, which is sometimes hard to do. Um, you know, I think of myself sometimes more as an animal panel or intuitive than necessarily a communicator, but, <laughs> I, you know, and I find it interesting in the horse world, everyone says, oh, you're a horse whisperer. And I'm like, yeah, I mean... Horses, in my experience, are pretty darn direct and sometimes loud. So I don't think there's a lot of whispering. <laughs> also, I don't really need to tell horses what to do, right? They've got it no. pretty darn figured out. So uh-huh. I don't really consider myself a whisperer. I love the word. It's beautiful. And I get it. Right. There's a movie and all that. But I'm much more of a horse listener, right? And if I mm-hmm. ever have a hard mm-hmm. time hearing my horses, I'm usually, I say one or two things. Okay, guys, get louder in a safe way, or I need to be way quieter, right? I need to be Mm -hmm. way more still and way more silent to, you know, pick things up. Usually we're in conversation, like, there are days when I don't hear them, but usually we're in conversation the way I just, like, can pick up a phone and talk to my mom, like, and we just start talking. It's it's similar to how I am with the horses. They just kind of, I know what they're saying to me most of the time. But that's a cultivated daily relationship, right? Like, if you see your horse once mm-hmm. a week or once a month, it's harder to necessarily have yeah. that, you know. And so it's really been a daily practice for me of talking to them. Um, and I don't, honestly, it's funny because I hear my horses way more than I hear my goats. But I also feel more like, <laughs> a horse most days my goats are more they they communicate in energy so it's different i mean the horses yeah. do too but i hear my i can hear my horses whereas the goats i'm just like they communicate much more in an energetic capacity so that's been fun to play with like that form of communication too yes oh definitely oh that is so awesome well kate this has gone so quickly which i knew it would i know we could we could talk and talk for hours on animal communication tips because there's so many experiences to share with our listeners. And I, I just loved everything you've shared. It's just been beautiful. So would you please share with the listeners how they can connect with you when they hear this and like, I want to connect with Kate Nelligan. What are the best ways for them to connect with you, Kate? Yeah, thanks. I, my website is a great place to start, katenelligan.com. I have the Facebook group Awakening with Equines, and that's also Awakening with Equines. Kate Nelligan is my Facebook business page, so all of those are great. Um, I feel like there's a couple others. I'm doing a free Zoom on animal communication coming up soon with Equine Collaborative Initiative, ECI. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing an in-person workshop in Colorado at the end of June on animal communication, but I also work virtually um, and in person and certainly love to support horses, but all animals when when needed. So, um, yeah, I'd be happy to, to talk to anyone, and, and I have some free resources I can send and stuff too, so... Oh. oh, thank you so much, Kate, for sharing that. That is just 
great that you have shared how they can all connect with you and that you're open to all animals. And thank you so much, Kate, for being my guest on Robust Lifestyles and sharing with our listeners. And I look forward to our chat in June when you share more of your knowledge with our listeners again. Thank you, and you and your horses have a magical day. Thank you. You too, Joyce. Thank you. And I would like to thank all of our listeners for listening to this incredible show with our amazing diva, Kate Milligan. Please share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. Have a magical day. And remember, see the loving essence of the animal. Stay heart-centered and just listen to them because they are speaking through your heart and from their heart too. So it is a beautiful experience. And be kind to all. Give your animals a great big extra hug and share all your love with them until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.